Well, good morning, boys and girls. What's happening? Time for another Power Hour. Here, part of the Chris Logan Morning Show on Planet Radio 106.7. Coming to you live from the Chris Logan Media Studios, downtown Church Point. That's, that's what we got going on each and every day. Not piped in from a satellite somewhere in Washington, somewhere in Southern California, somewhere south of the border. Uh-uh, ball right here. Right here in Acadiana, right alongside of you. That's what we're doing. I'm not going to go to a live appearance and have bodyguards bring me into the store. I will walk in myself. That's, that's how down to earth I am. Bill, what's up? Good morning. Hey, uh, Chantel, Isabel, Ian, Jeremy, what's happening? Good morning. Those of you checking in on the Facebook Live, watching the stream, remember you can do that if you... Yeah, want to listen on the radio, listen on the app, listen on the website. That's cool. If you want to watch me inside of the Chris Logan Media Studio, you want to interact and comment on some of the topics, you can go to our Planet Radio Facebook page and check out the live. And don't worry, if you're watching, I can't see you. Like, so I can't see that you're watching. You don't have to be haunt. You can just watch. I'm not going to know. The only way I know if it's you is if you comment. But what are we getting into today on the Power Hour? Well, we got our question. What is something from the 80s and 90s that Gen Z is totally missing out on? We got a reading from the book of Random. No winner in Monday's Powerball drawing, last night's drawing. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of relieved because I told my wife to get some tickets, and she didn't. So she forgot. I forgot. It looks like we got a chance to, to maybe get more money. That's coming up. Acadiana's fastest man. Trying to attempt a world record. We'll talk about that coming up. Substitutes for the F word. Texas land. I saw a few people sharing that yesterday. Did a little research this morning. Could it be coming to Houston? And is it Astroworld 2.0? Also talk a little bit about Miranda Lambert, which she did at a show. I know she's a country artist, but it's, it's what she did at the show that makes me want to talk about it. Hong Kong, Chong. Believe I can't believe that happened. Looks like we totally lost out on the Facebook Live. Okay, there we go. Lost you. All right, I think we're back. Sorry about that. A glitch. It was a glitch in the matrix. So that and more coming up on today's Power Hour. Got to say thanks to Mandez's Seafood Bar and Grill, the original location, the OG location on Ducey, the new location on Shemin Metairie, their online home. Mandez'sGrill.com. Thanks for being the official restaurant of the morning show. And then also thanks to Manda, uh, Motor City for powering the morning show. They're at 1111 North University in Lafayette. They're online at MotorCityLA.com. Looking for a pre-owned car, truck, SUV, motorcycle? That's where you need to go. Check out their selection over at Motor City. Oh, and by the way, Spank the Monkey Saturday night over at Rockin' Bowl. If you would like to join us, we have 10 VIP passes. 
If you haven't heard Spank in a while, if you haven't heard Spank the Monkey at all, and you dig the music that we play here on Planet Radio, that's what Heath and the guys do. And they've been around since the what mid-90s they've been together. And they do, they do a great job. And I, I, I can't wait to see him on Saturday night. It's been a while. I think the last time I saw him may have been at the Rice Festival in October. So we have that coming up Saturday night. 10 VIP passes. The VIP pass will get you and a guest in. You and mama. You and a friend. Whoever it is. Get y'all in free. You get to hang out in the Planet Radio Hospitality Suite. Watch the show with us. Going to have some food and non-alcoholic beverages for free. And if you want to get alcoholic beverages, that's cool because I will too. Uh, they have a bar upstairs where you can purchase that. Dane says 26 years, if I remember correctly, talking about Spank. But it's going to be a great show on Saturday night. Now to win a VIP pass, go to the website, listen to theplanet.com. What is something from the 80s or 90s that Gen X is totally missing out on? That question's on my personal Facebook page and also on our Planet page. And I, I got a lot of answers today. I was a little worried about that one because I'm like, man, sometimes the deeper the question, the harder it is to get answers. Now, I got this from a story I was reading today. And they took a, a random 10 things that millennials... And Gen X said that Gen Z are missing out on, like not having all of your screw-ups uploaded to the internet, uh, parents that let their kids run free, music involvement, TV guide, AOL Instant Messenger, stuff like that, browsing the video rental store. That was always good, man. Friday night, Saturday night, you go down to the video store, you know, trying to rent Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you know, maybe something like that. You know, a nice 80s classic, maybe trying to get Rambo First Blood Part 2, something, you know, Rocky Four, something really good. And you go into the video store. See, and living in Church Point, living in the small town, we had a few different video stores, but we didn't have a huge selection. Like if you lived in the big city and you went to Blockbuster, what were some of the other ones? Hollywood Video, and you wanted to go get Rambo First Blood Part 2, they may have had multiple copies. So you had a better chance of getting it on a Friday or Saturday night. Here, when we went to Country Video, they may have had one or two copies. And if somebody got it before you, that was it. And then uh, also back in the day for us, they allowed you to call in and reserve it. So if you wanted to get that Rambo First Blood Part 2 because you had a slumber party coming up on Friday night. You could call on Monday. Hey, I'd like to reserve Rambo First Blood Part 2 for Friday night. Sure. And they write your little name down on the clipboard, and you can go and get it on Friday. But, but still, that was, that was still another reason that maybe if you would go to get Rambo First Blood Part 2, it might not have been there. But boy, the days of going to the video store, huh? Fixing the tracking on your VCR. Make sure that was cool. Uh, Adam says, best cartoons around, playing outside, and just life in general. And, man, we did have some good cartoons. And we woke up bright and early. I mean, maybe maybe, maybe you woke up at 6, 6.30 on a Saturday morning to watch cartoons. I know you're up for 7, though. I know you're up for 7. Celestine says... And if you wanted to get a point across when you were on the landline on the phone with somebody, this was it. She says, hanging up the house phone real hard. Pow! And then if you wanted to block somebody, you took the handheld part of your landline 
off the hook. He just left it off the hook. And if somebody tried calling you, then uh, then you had just a busy signal. Remember that? <laughs> Willie says, freedom from the crushing weight of a cell phone or electronic device. Charles says, legally drinking and partying at 18 years old. Absolutely. Absolutely. I caught, so I, I had that at 18. And I want to say they had changed it to 21. It's probably around October-ish of 1996. Maybe like November-ish of 1996. It was towards the end of that year because I had to wait till I was 21 for like two or three months to buy a beer at the store. But back in the day, you could legally do all that at 18. Eric says the McDLT. Dude, that was... That was that was a fancy part of McDonald's. They had the fresh part and the hot part of the burger, and it came in that foam container. Remember, you had the bun, the lettuce, tomatoes, however you got it on one side. Then you had the other bun, meat and cheese on the other side. And then you popped open that piece of foam, and then you put that you put that McDLT together, man. You had a, a great burger. Nikki says, landlines. Nick says, recording your favorite music to mixtape for your car rides. That was awesome. Caleb says, 90s Nickelodeon and other amazing TV shows. Oh, what else? Uh, Ash says, education, basic knowledge and skills. Uh, Carl says, playing outside without worrying to get shot. Brandon says, tape decks. And he has a picture of what looks like an Alpine tape deck. So awesome if you had one of those in your vehicle. Ellen says skids, playing outside. Uh, what else? Bridget says the thrill of the new Depeche Mode song, unless you tune in to Planet Radio 106.7, which we played a while ago. Marcus says no cell phones. My friend Craig, who DJed at Cowboys on Wednesday nights back in the day, says Cowboys Wednesday nights, hashtag wet t-shirt contest. If you ever went to one of those back in the day, that was not a wet t-shirt contest. That was a hashtag get buck naked contest. It, it was. I'm sorry. You know, you know, I'm honest with you here inside the power hour. That was a buck naked contest. The more that ladies wanted to take off, the better odds they would win that thing. Phil says a good paddle when you act up in school. Absolutely. We had a principal at our little our mother of peace and church point. His name was Mr. Basilla. Scared of him, man. I was always scared of him. Cat would walk around with a paddle. He had a deep voice. You know, he, you know, he dressed like a principal, had like a button-down, short-sleeve dress shirt, you know, with the tie. Remember that back in the 80s? You know, now, nowadays, you wear a long-sleeve button-down dress shirt. Back then in the 80s, man, you had a button-down, short-sleeve dress shirt. He had that, had a tie on. He was always looking nice, always had some shoes on. You know, dress shoes. And then he had those dress pants that the, you know, the waistband came over. Uh, you know, so like he had like the two buttons across the hip. Always had those kind of dress pants on. And he walked around with the paddle in his hand that he had duct tape wrapped around too. And if you acted up and if you thought uh, he thought that it was worth the paddling, you got it in front of the class. You got embarrassed. Sometimes you, whatever you did wrong, sometimes you did it again, sometimes you didn't. Dude, I can still hear his voice. Scares me right now. I'm trying, I'm trying to act right right now at 47 years old. 
doing the morning show. Damn it, let me not say anything bad. Man, Mr. Basile is going to come paddle me. Straighten up. Uh, so you can go and answer those questions on my Chris Logan page or on my uh, our Planet Radio page, our Facebook page. It's 8-12, listening to the Power Hour here, Planet Radio 106.7. How about a reading from the Book of Random today? Everyone, please stand, bow your heads. I did not know this, but we didn't always say cheese when taking a picture. In the 1840s, it was considered childish to smile for pictures, so it became popular for people to say prunes instead of cheese in order to keep their mouths tight. And, and, you know, like um, almost what I'm thinking is the duck face and the duck lips, the like that. Because if you say cheese, then you when you say ease, then you smile. But if you say prunes, then your lips come out a little bit and you're almost mean mugging the camera. And I guess that was legit. And what you did back in the 1840s. Prunes. Come on, dude. Uh, also no winner in last night's Powerball drawing. Now the jackpot set to reach $1 billion. $1 billion. And estimated $1 billion. No ticket for last night's drawing. Match the white balls, 5, 8, 9, 17, 41. Red Powerball was 21. That jackpot was estimated $900 million. It was somewhere around there. Maybe, maybe a little bit more when it was all said and done last night. The new jackpot for Wednesday's drawing would be the seventh highest in U.S. history and the third largest for Powerball. Ticket buyers have a chance at $1 billion paid out in yearly increments or $516.8 million one-time lump sum before the government done get their taxes. Oh, imagine winning a billion and like you have to give up half to the government, dude. Come on. Makes you want to throw up in your mouth a little bit. Three people won two million after matching all five numbers, plus the power play. According to lottery officials, the winning ticket sold in Arkansas, Georgia, and Texas. Five people won one million. Uh, not here in Louisiana, Connecticut, Florida, Kentucky, New York, and Pennsylvania. To get those tickets Wednesday night, a billion dollars. Just break me off a little piece. All I want is a thousand. Just give me a thousand if uh, if you win. That's all I want. I'm gonna go out for a nice dinner. Maybe go to Mister Lester's or something. Get me a nice steak. You know, me and the old lady, and then and then play. Uh, that's that's what I would do with a thousand dollars. Maybe stay overnight at the hotel. You know, at Cypress Bayou Casino. Acadiana's fastest man set to attempt a world record for a treadmill half marathon. Didn't know that was a thing. And I didn't know that we had a fastest man in Acadiana. It's a treadmill half marathon. I'm not going to poke fun at this guy. Because, dude, to me, now you're inside the elements if you're doing a marathon on a treadmill, but you're still running. So, I mean, it's still a, a pretty good... A, a, a pretty good world record says Hathaway. This is from KLFY.com. Hathaway native and distance runner Jarrett LeBlanc will attempt a new world record for running a treadmill half marathon. Jarrett is a cardiac sonographer at Oshner, and he is attempting to raise money for Camp Encore in Lafayette. 
which offers children with heart defects a safe youth camp experience. His goal is raising at least $25,000. Donations can be made through their website. All proceeds benefit Camp Encore, which is organized through Oshner's Clinic Foundation. And let's see, the event. Okay, so here it is. The event is happening on Sunday, July 23rd, happening at Red Laurel's. And the event is free and open to the public starting at 10. Local children and track athletes are invited to attend and join Jarrett for warm-up exercises, running tips, and his post-run cool-down. The world record attempt begins at 11 a.m. The current treadmill record for a 13.1-mile half marathon is 63 minutes and 8 seconds set in June of 2020. Can Acadiana's fastest man, Jared LeBlanc, break the world record? Maybe, maybe we'll donate a little bit to his cause. That's that's pretty cool. I, I need to try to go for a, a world record, man. I wonder, I wonder if there's a world record, and I'm sure there is. I mean, there's there's dumb ones. Remember back in school, you'd find the Guinness Book of World Records if you were lucky. Nobody had checked it out in the library, and then you would check it out, dude. And you saw like the longest fingernails, the longest hair, uh, what you know, like the oldest dude. You saw some of those things in the Guinness Book of World Records, but now all those records are crazy. But I wonder if there's a Guinness World Record for the longest time that someone ever talked on the radio. That would be that would be pretty good. That would be very interesting. I might have to look into that. Huh? I might bore everybody to death, but damn it, we'd get us a world's record. Somebody look that up for me and send me a message. Uh, Lauren commented, says, I'll hook you up if I win. Thank you, Lauren. She's talking about Powerball. Just a thousand, that's it. Uh, Jared says, sweet Cobra Kai shirt. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Uh, th- those of you that are watching on social media. Mark says, morning music, man. What's happening? Let's see. It's 818. This is the Power Hour on Planet Radio 106.7. 80 degrees already. Going to be a hot one again today, but no surprise to you. What else we got? Oh, Janice's Supermarket in Sunset. I saw that. It's closing. Now, Janice's is closing, but there is a, a chain that came in and purchased Janice's. So it is turning into Harp Foods. According to Janice's Facebook page, they will shut its doors at 8 p.m. Monday, July 24th, and will be replaced by Harp Foods, which is an employee-owned grocery chain based in Arkansas. If you're familiar with Janice's, it was on Main Street in, I guess it's Main Street, right? In Sunset for years, and then it moved to that location where it is now, larger location, and will not be Janice's anymore. Harp Foods is, is what it will be. Hadn't heard of that, that brand at all, but I was reading this from KLFY.com, and it says that they have stores in Arkansas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Louisiana, and Kansas. 146 stores in six states. According to their website, Harps is the largest employee-owned company headquartered in Arkansas and the 16th largest in the United States. The location will open as Harps at 10 a.m. on Friday, July 28th. 
Just a little update if you live around the Sunset area. What are some substitutes for F-bombs? Or the F-bomb, I should say. According to Mental Floss, some substitutes if you don't really want to say it, or maybe you can't say it. Everyone knows what an F-bomb is, right? I can't say it on the radio because I would be uh, in trouble. But you can say frack, F-R-K. You can say duck. Like that might be what is typed on your text when you try to type the F-word, the F-bomb, duck. Futz, F-U-T-Z. Feck, F-E-C-K. And muck, M-U-C-K. Or if you just want to drop the real thing, that's totally up to you. But you can say frack, duck, futz, feck, or muck. If you'd like to keep it PG or G related. That's another reading from the Book of Random this morning. Please be seated. Uh, let's see, 821, should we take a break and then come back? Only got a three-minute break coming up. So we're going to talk about Texas land, Miranda Lambert, uh, Hong Kongers. It's what, what Hong Kong is asking their people to do if they see someone smoking. That's coming up. The greatest album covers of all time. How to attract the ladies, guys, and more. So we'll, we'll take a quick break right now. 821, 80 degrees here inside of the Power Hour with me, Chris Logan, right here, Planet Radio 106.7. Go nowhere. We're back in three. All right, cool. So I can, uh, I'm back talking to you. Mandy, what's up? Good morning. Should be able to uh, listen right now. So we got right about three minutes of a break. Jared, thank you, man. It says Sweet Cobra Kai shirt. There you go. Uh, OG Karate Kid fan. I like Karate Kid 1 and I like Karate Kid 2. Have both. Love both. Karate Kid 3, eh. What was it? What was the other one? Next Karate Kid. Eh. But the Cobra Kai series, pretty good too. I, I really, I really like that. That um, I want to say they got a what, one final season coming up. Nikki says, check your Facebook messages. Ooh, she sent she sent the world record. Thank you. World record for talking on the radio, 25 hours and 32 minutes. I wonder if I can do that. Applications for the record title will only, only be accepted if the applicant is 16 years of age or over. Yep. The longest radio interview is tw 25 hours and 32 minutes. Was achieved by Zachary Sanutko. And Colin Kennedy in University Heights, Ohio, back February sixth and seventh of twenty twenty two. So that was that was recent, huh? That was recent. Can we? Could I go on for twenty five hours? Now I wonder if that's like bathroom breaks. And that was two guys. So to me, it would be a little bit easier with with two two people instead of one person. And I would need to eat. I would need a drink. You know, obviously, I need to go to the restroom. But 25 hours. I might have to look into that. 
that would bring some attention to the station, right? I mean, it, it really would. Even just me trying that would bring some attention to the station. Uh, but yeah, thanks for that, Nick. Uh, she says she and Rob listening in Destin. Thank you. 25 hours. Like, you have to get people bringing me, you know, drinks, food, stuff like that. Might be something we look into. Serious. All right, so we got 20, 20 seconds left before we come back. So we are back here on the Power Hour, Planet Radio 106.7. It is Chris Logan. It's the time of the show where we go in on what's trending, what's happening, what's viral, local, statewide, national, worldwide. Try to make you laugh a couple, three times, maybe. But I appreciate you listening in, whether it's on the radio, whether you're listening to the audio, streaming it on the website, the app, Alexa. Uh, what else we got? Tune in radio, iHeart, whatever you're doing. Thank you. If you're watching this morning on Facebook, appreciate it as well. You can also comment on the Facebook Live. You can interact a bit, and I will, let's see, uh, from time to time, I will mention some of the comments. So uh, Nikki sends me a message saying, check your messages. It's just talking about, we were talking about Guinness Book of World Records, and what's the record of someone talking on the radio? And that is 25 hours and 32 minutes. Thank you, Nikki, for sending me that. It was achieved by Zachary Sanutko and Colin Kennedy in University Heights, Ohio. And they recently got this world record, February 6th to 7th in 2022. Should I try that? I, I, I don't know. I'm really, I'm really thinking about it. I, I think that would be fun at least to try. I mean, there would be some parts where it would get really dry. You know, probably I would be like Mike Barra at the end of the, what was it, the uh, Jerry Lewis telethon that we had back in the day. Jerry Lewis would take off his bow tie, so would Mike Barra. Dude, Jerry Lewis would take off his jacket at the Hotel Acadiana. Mike Barra would take it off too. That would be me, dude. My shirt would come off. wouldn't have any, any shoes. Now, I, But I'd have to walk around. I couldn't sit down, and I'd have to check the rules. I'd have to have me a mic where I can walk around, maybe stretch my legs a little bit, exercise while talking. Maybe, maybe we could do that soon. Is another theme park coming to Texas. Saw a few people share this yesterday. Texas land. According to this from HoustonPublicMedia.org, Texas land is a big idea for a theme park that could be coming to Houston. Lizzie McGee, a Houston native who recently earned an MBA from Stanford, is working to create a Texas-themed amusement park in her home state. Her wish is to build it in Houston. If you went to Astroworld back in the day, raise your hand. My hand is up. I remember you know, going as a kid a few times and catching an Astros game back in the 80s, and maybe early 90s as well. But one of our first, like, you know, big boy, big girl trips, we were 18, 
and we drove to Astroworld. It was like me, a wife who was my girlfriend at the time. We were just out of high school. And a couple of my other friends and their girlfriends, we drove to Houston. Who would let your 18-year-old kids do that now? You know, nowadays, uh, the senior trips got parents that go with them. Back in the day, didn't have that. But would you turn your six 18-year-olds loose in Houston today? Probably not. But we went. And I remember it being, being fun. Able to get a hotel room, everything. But could we see Texas land and another amusement park come back to Houston? This girl, she's 27, Lizzie McGee. She's a former Disney employee. She has raised upwards of 100 grand in initial funding, created a corporation, hired a small staff to help her execute a vision for the theme park. So NASA's there, you know, it would maybe kind of pay tribute to, to NASA in a way. You know, you got, you got um, oil in Houston, correct? They would kind of pay homage to, to oil and, and uh, kind of mix that in with, with their theme as well. She says, quote, the very bite-sized version is a quality theme park by Texans for Texans. They won't break the bank. So she, so you don't want any Louisianians coming in there? Huh? You don't want us to take over? So this would be, let's see, I'm trying to scroll down in the story, and I wish I would have seen it on exactly where she would want to put this thing. So, okay, she's hoping that the, the demand study will show the ideal location is Greater Houston which has not had an, an, an amusement park since Six Flags closed Astroworld back in 2005. But she is open to other locations that are within a relatively short drive from the Austin-San Antonio area, Dallas-Fort Worth area, and then Houston-Galveston metroplexes. There's like a newsletter you can sign up for. But that, that would be kind of cool. And I thought I... There was a documentary I watched. It was either on Amazon Prime or it was on Netflix. And it was about the fall of, what was it, Six Flags in New Orleans after Katrina. And how there were a few investment groups that tried to bring it back. Didn't really happen. And that's still in the works from what I've been reading and seeing. That there are investment groups that are trying to bring back that amusement park in New Orleans. Which, I mean, that could be cool, and that could be closer for us than driving to something in Texas. But, you know, I, I don't know what it really was. What I, I mean, I know it was, it was Six Flags, right? It was, uh, what was it, Dixieland or something like that? I forgot what it was named in New Orleans. But some people said it was, like, too far out from the tourist area of New Orleans for people to go. And that was somewhat of the downfall other than Hurricane Katrina coming in and really, you know, messing it up. But that would be cool, I think, to bring back in New Orleans and have for us here in Louisiana. Miranda Lambert, I know she is not a Planet Radio artist, but I wanted to mention this story. Miranda Lambert, not happy at her Velvet Rodeo Las Vegas residency. 
Miranda Lambert was singing, doing what she does. And she had just begun to perform her 2018 ACM Song of the Year winner called Tin Man. This happened on Saturday night, so she was belting out Tin Man. I've never heard Tin Man before. And she noticed a few ladies near the stage who seemed more intent on taking selfies than listening to Miranda Lambert's music and listening to Tin Man. So Miranda Lambert stopped, told the audience, quote, I'm going to stop right here for a second. These girls are worried about their selfie and not listening to the song. I'm going to come back to something I said before. Miranda Lambert, they paid for their tickets, dog. If they want to take a selfie while you're singing, let them take a selfie. If they want to sit there and watch you sing, let them sing. They paid to be there. You're going to stop, and you're going to tell them, you're too worried about taking a selfie. You're not listening to my song. She added, quote, and I say, quote, it's pissing me off a bit. Sorry, I don't like it at all. We're here to, to hear some country music tonight. I'm singing some country damn music, she says, end quote. And after motioning for the girls to put their phones away, she asked the crowd, shall we start again? And then the audience cheered. Now, I mean, was there any rules that you couldn't break out your phone? I, I, I don't know. But dude, I said this before, man. You pay a few hundred dollars for a ticket. You want to take your shirt off for five minutes, wave it around over your air, uh, your your head, and wave it in the air. And it, tickets are expensive these days, dude. You drop two grand on some some tickets to go see somebody, and you want to take your pants off. Maybe you should be able to do that too. Just I'm I'm just saying. Can you imagine taking a selfie? You know, you use your hard-earned money to go see Miranda Lambert. Maybe you flew into Vegas for that. Like, oh, girl, we're at the Miranda Lambert show. Love Miranda. She starts singing Tin Man, and you hear, ching. Miranda stops, scolds these two girls for taking a selfie. Just trying to, just trying to uh, remember the night, Miranda. That's all we're trying to do. So is that a good thing or a bad thing by Miranda Lambert? She had the right to do that, or, or didn't she? Now, it is her show, okay? To be fair, it is her show, but those girls paid for the tickets. You know, but back in the day, remember, I mean, and that's just how concerts and everything changed with, with technology. Because if you went to a show, you know, 80s and 90s, a lot of times you couldn't bring in a camera you couldn't bring in a video camera or anything like that. Like, that was forbidden at any arenas or concerts. Maybe there were some, you know, after a little while that allowed that. But for most of them, you couldn't. It'd tell you to put your cameras away. Because they had those big-ass flashes on them. But then when phones started coming out, it was way easier. Catch a little Instagram content. You know, you're there watching so-and-so, Snapchat, send it to your, your friend who didn't make the concert. Oh, look, girl, we're here. We're right here in the uh, front row seeing Miranda. She just hollered at us, told us to put our phones down. I, I don't know, man. I, I don't know how I feel about that. 
I'll pay for my ticket for you to sing. If I want to take a picture, I'm going to take a picture. Now, look, if Miranda had some rules not to pull your phones out, okay, so be it. Now, I've been to wedding ceremonies where I you know, provided music and uh, mics for the officiant, and, and there are some couples that say no phones for their ceremony. No, they don't want you to pull your phone or your iPad. They don't want my mom to pull the iPad out and take a couple pictures. So be it. That's their wishes. Let the photographer take some pictures. You know, I don't know if that's the kind of concert Miranda Lambert had. But dude, I flew to Vegas. I bought my tickets. If I want to take a selfie while you're singing Tin Man, damn it, I'm going to do it. Um, also this too. By the way, it's 836, 83 degrees, sunshine. It's hot. You might have swamp crotch already if you're working outside. If you do, I apologize. You know, I feel sorry for you. Take a break. Go ahead. Tell, tell your supervisor I said to take a break. Go take a break. You know, change your drawers, get you something to drink, and, and then get back at it. But I, I totally missed this. Apparently, there was a champion on Jeopardy that was named the hottest contestant ever. And now this hottest contestant ever discusses the possibility of joining OnlyFans. See, this whole digital world, man, you have so many options to make money. You're the hottest Jeopardy fan ever. How do I monetize that? I don't know. How about OnlyFans? Oh, let's do it. Angie Nyquist? She won Jeopardy earlier this month. Very intelligent. And also, according to Jeopardy fans, she was extremely good looking. After her win on July 5th, she took to Instagram to have a discussion with her followers about her experience. But some of the questions veered a bit off track. She explained in an interview with The Sun saying, quote, I didn't ask me anything. And there are a lot of people who asked, would you do OnlyFans? It would be really popular. She said, quote, I mean, that's not my style, but it was flattering. She continued, you're going to get some nice people and you're going to get some creeps. I've been getting DMs from random men on Instagram. Yes, you probably do. She says that the men have been telling her things like, quote, you're so beautiful. You're the hottest contestant ever. And she, she called it dumb. Uh, Miss Nyquist says, Jeopardy is about your brain and your performance in this scenario. I was not. She said, that was not what I was expecting. That's for sure. I mean, I'm gonna, I'll, I, I'm gonna, I got to Google it. Uh, Phil says, take a break. My boss uh, would let me take a break from the unemployment line. <laughs> take a break, man. I mean, how many breaks are you uh, legally given in a day? One in the morning, one in the afternoon? Unless you smoke, then you can take 15 in the morning and 15 in the afternoon. Uh, let's see, Angie, Angie Nyquist. Let's see what she looks like. I'm gonna just take. I'm gonna take a quick peek. That's all I'm doing. I'm gonna take a little quick peek. I mean, she's she's okay looking. What I I guess the hottest Jeopardy contestant ever. I mean, okay. I'll go with it. I don't watch Jeopardy too much. I mean, obviously Jeopardy. Probably, for the sake of argument, probably a little more older skewing, right? And have uh, some more older contestants. She's a little bit younger. 
But Google it, Anji Nyquist. That's her name. Consider the hottest Jeopardy contestant ever. She was asked if she would do OnlyFans. Trying to monetize. Trying to monetize. Um, also, this morning, this, this is funny to me. This would be my this would be my thing to do. I would I would be down to do this. Mark says I'm the boss and I can't take a break. Damn it. <laughs> Hong Kongers are urged to stare at smokers in a disapproving way to help create a tobacco-free city. They want you if you are not a smoker in Hong Kong, they want you to mean mug other smokers in public. Make them feel like idiots. That way, they might want to put out the cigarette and quit smoking. I don't think that's going to happen. Dude, that, that can also cause a fight. It could be like a, a UFC match. Dude, what, are you, what are you looking at? Nothing. You're smoking. The government told me to look at you funny. They want you to stop smoking. They left it up to me. I'm, I'm looking at you. Stop smoking. Then you hear can you imagine people in Hong Kong should stare at smokers disapprovingly as past efforts to create a tobacco-free city. Uh, sorry, as part of efforts to create a tobacco-free city. Professor Lo Chung Mao said people who have lit up in areas where it's prohibited are unlikely to hit back if everyone stares at them, according to local media. The professor told a meeting of the Legislative Council's Health Service Panel on Friday, cigarettes can harm the health of all of us. When members of the public see people smoking in a non-smoking area, even if no law enforcement officers can show up immediately, we can stare at the smokers, he says, end quote. When someone takes out a cigarette at a restaurant, everyone on the premises can stare at that person. He says, I do not believe that person would dare to hit back at everyone if the restaurant, if everyone at the restaurant is simply just staring at them. So they want you to stare. They want you to mean mug smokers and hopefully they will stop. Saying, quote, our society is able to create a culture where people will comply with this rule when waiting for buses. I hope the world, the, uh, the whole of society can build a non-smoking culture. Do you feel that uh, today in 2023 that they have more or less people smoking, smoking cigarettes and smoking cigarettes out in public? Do you think it's more or less? Now, I, I think overall it's less. Because, man, back in the, in the 80s, you know, and even maybe maybe before that, and even coming into the 90s, it was like it was a thing to do. If you watch any 80s movie, there are multiple people smoking. Like it was done by the tobacco companies to get more people to smoke. It was just like the cool thing to do. There wasn't talk of cancer or anything like that. Like it was just a cool thing to do. Remember your your aunt had that cool little cigarette purse? You know, she had that that little purse as she took with her to bingo. And it just had that little snap open, and she had a pack of cools in there, or maybe some Marlboros, or maybe she had some Camels. You know, that was in her little cigarette purse, and then she had a cigarette lighter. Boom, she had that with her all the time.